Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. Okay, we're doing it again. Fitless, and this is a real get for me because um, we're here with a real expert, a real exercise, mm, well, <laughs> an exercise boss. Um, I just am hot off the heels of his class. Oh, hi, how are you? And there, we're in a, some sort of a closet slash office. We're sitting on the floor. It's like very real. There's levels to this now. You know, we're on location, out of state in Massachusetts, taking it to the people, asking the tough questions, and, you know, we're doing it yet again. So I'm here with uh, somebody who I don't really know, but who I just got to know in his yoga class, and his name is Jordan Lashley. Yes. Welcome, Jordan. Hi. Hi. So we just we just did yoga, and my cousin Jaina from a previous episode is also here. Hello. And we just took Jordan's yoga class in Wellesley, Massachusetts. And I, for one, feel amazing. Um, so, Jordan, this is my show, and it's a little bit like this. How did you get to be here? Why, why do you do yoga? Why do you exercise? What's your deal? Oh, well, <laughs> fitness is the lowest reason on my totem pole as to why I do yoga. Um, how did I get to, well, my wife dragged me kicking and screaming to my first yoga class at the gym. (laughs) And I'm pretty much sure I spent the whole time just standing there with my arms above my head going, why is it so hard to hold my arms up above my head? Why? This shouldn't be that hard. And that led to other thoughts like if something was chasing me and I had to pull myself up over a wall, I think it would get me. (laughs) 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 So, uh. Yeah, that's pretty much what made me go back was anger in the beginning, I think. So anger, like, why can't I do this? Uh, Yeah, why is it so hard? Like, it shouldn't be that hard. Uh, But what I realized over the next few years is that's what yoga tends to do is purge the negative stuff from you. So the fact that I was feeling anger in the beginning was really just because I was a pretty angry person at that time. So I was purging the anger. Interesting. So you didn't do much before that first. I've never really been a fitness person. I, I'm pretty much sure I got kicked out of most intramural sports as a kid for fighting. And uh, <laughs> I was spent most of my time in the band room and the art room during high school. So you can pretty much make your inferences from that. Me too. <laughs> um, kind of yeah. People, yeah, my kind of people for sure. Yep. So... Uh, fitness was never really a big thing um, for me. I had been doing Tai Chi for like a year and it wasn't really doing it for me and I had kind of gotten off that and my wife was like, well, let's go to the gym and I was like, oh, really? I'm going to lift weights. Okay, whatever. Fine, I'll go with you. And then she was like, uh, my wife's been taking yoga from books since she was like a teenager and she was like, a yoga class? you can take a class in yoga. You want to take a yoga class with me? And I was like, what, am I going to learn how to kiss my own ass? You know, like that was my <laughs> typical Honestly, guy. good statement. <laughs> but I went, yep, and here I am teaching it now. It's my full-time gig. So how long ago was that? Like 2000 and... 
2005, I want to say, was when I started practicing. Yeah, so, like spring, 2005, 2006. So was it immediate for you? Like after that first one, you were like, okay, now I have to go back, and now I'm kind of obsessed by this? A little bit, but it didn't really fully get me until I found hot yoga. And that was when I was like, oh, my God. I remember the first time I went to a hot yoga class, and it was like this. The studio was huge. You could fit like 80 people in there, but the lobby was tiny. So you would have like, and they back to back their classes. So you'd have like 80 people like waiting to go in in this tiny little lobby. And then 80 hot, sweaty people would like file out of this room. And I had never, I'm standing there at like the front of the line. I'm like, all these people are coming out and their pupils are all blown out and they're like smiling. I'm like, (laughs) you people look like you're coming out of a rave. What are you doing in there? You look high. (laughs) Yep. Well, I found out. Yeah, you get kind of high. Yeah, same. Um, But so, yeah, so the heat made you love it. Yeah, well, that tipped it for me at the beginning. And that wasn't Bikram. It was just hot. It was hot vinyasa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like what we just did. Power yoga. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I did Bikram for the podcast and I only made it halfway through because it was I like, listened to the episode. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I had to almost barf yep. and then sob for like 20 minutes. Still not sure. So apparently you had to let go of something. Something. That's what I would say Something was yeah. happening mm-hmm. that week. Um, but so I've been reading a little bit here and there about um, yoga versus hot yoga and... I mean, some people say it makes all the difference and other places say it's the benefits of the heat are largely perceptual. But if it's a perceptual benefit, it's a benefit. That's, you know. So why do you think you, what's what's the benefit of the heat for you? What do you think? Well, I should say at this point that I really don't practice in the heat anymore. I practice mostly at home. Mm -hmm. But I do teach like 15 classes a week in there. I think the important thing is balance um, and putting yourself into extremes periodically is part of that balance, like whether it be a hot yoga class or a cold tank of water or whatever other climbing a mountain or running a marathon or when you put yourself into extremes, your body gets to do things that it doesn't normally get to do under comfortable conditions. And when we're always choosing comfort, we wind up creating discomfort, right? Like uh, my perfect example would be the couch, right? It's really comfortable to sit on the couch, but everyone's got a bad back from sitting on the couch all the time. Yeah, So absolutely. um, At this point, I get enough time in the heat teaching class. Um, I also think in the beginning for me, there was like a lot of like, there was something very cleansing about the heat. Um, It definitely made me more flexible. I was a very stiff, I'm still pretty stiff. I still feel stiff, right? So the heat definitely makes it easier to loosen up. Um, But it was like almost like you were showering from the inside. Like when you're just pouring sweat like that, you get this sensation of like you're just like rinsing from the... And and that was very therapeutic. It was, you know, it changed me. Um, And now I don't feel like I have as much to purge. So I don't feel like I need that as much. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. That's so cool. Yeah, because the heat is always... I think the hardest part for me, like if I'm deciding what kind of exercise I want to do and hot yoga does feel good, but it's like just an added level of intensity that I might not be ready for. It's just a tool, right? Like, you know, it's, it's a way of 
triggering your fight or flight response. Like um, you can be a hot, sweaty mess and in this crazy posture and still be focused and steady. And if you can train yourself to do that, then it should be relatively easy to be comfortable and steady in traffic or when somebody's yelling at you or so that's the idea, right? So when in your practice did you decide that you wanted to make it um, a part of your life to the extent that you wanted to become a teacher? (laughs) And what did that process look like? Well, so uh, again, I've I've been kind of a reluctant yogi along the way. So uh, I, I was 29 years old and... I was happily married and I had a job that I liked and I just bought a house and and then I kind of had this empty feeling like I've done everything I'm supposed to do. So now what, I'm supposed to just go to work and wait to die for the next 50 years? And I, so, you know, had my kind of 29-year-old midlife crisis and I actually said out loud, like, there's got to be more to my life than this. And within a month, my friend came up to me and he was like, hey, you want to teach yoga? And I was like, no, I don't want to <laughs> teach yoga. I was like, what are you nuts? I'm like, you know me. I say things that make people upset on a regular basis. What do you think is going to happen when you put me in front of a crowd of people? Um, but this particular friend, you know, he's very convincing in his own way. So he was like, well, you could just let me teach you to teach yoga. And if you don't want to do it, then you don't have to. And so, of course, what have, what have I got to lose? Wow. So you felt like your like bedside manner wouldn't be uh, because I just took your class and I found it like great. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, I would never think that that would be an issue that you had. This is uh, seven years of yeah, teaching on. So, so. <laughs> probably you've been working on it for a yeah. long time. <clears throat> yeah. But Jordan isn't the warm, fuzzy yoga teacher. Like the teacher we went to at... Um, Jaya in Brooklyn was definitely like a warm, fuzzy kind of, not that you're not um, supportive of your clients, but you're not going to be like, let the warmth surround you and give you a big hug. It's not that way, which I appreciate because I'm a very direct person. So I feel like when people come in and you're very direct, I think that's great. So maybe it's just kind of refocusing your, how you normally are to be something helpful to people. You can, you, Jana well, Rogers. You, you can kind of think of it like um, if yoga was a glass sitting in the middle of a table, all the yoga teachers are looking at that same glass, but we're all looking at it from a different angle, right? Like a different perspective. So there's all kinds of different yoga teachers for all kinds of different people. You just find one that totally. makes it work for you. That's the most important thing. If you don't, if you go to one yoga class and you're like, "Oh, I didn't like that," you should definitely go try some more yoga classes. But I don't. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, "I'm sorry, I took that yoga class." Like even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. It's kind of like sex and pizza that way, you know? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> you feel good after. Yeah. Um, even though it's kind of hard. Hmm. So what? What's well, the hard that may like? For that example, that moment when you were laying face down on the floor. When has laying face down on a hard floor in a puddle of your own sweat ever felt that good? Why does it feel that good? You can't just come into the room and lay down on your face and have it feel that good, can you? No, you have to earn it. Yeah, absolutely. I know. But it's so, it's such a mental shift to like get there. I, I just, I mean, I went running yesterday with my mom who's I like, don't run unless something's chasing me yeah, <laughs> yeah so seriously hard it's yeah. really hard she uh-huh. was like 
let's just go. You'll feel good. Come on, it's sunny. It's probably going to rain later this week, so we might as well. And so we went, and it was really hard, and I was, like, hating it the whole time. And then when we got, like, within sight of the house, I started sprinting, and I was like, race you, Mom! And then I smacked the mailbox and, like... Made it! Did, like, a rocky fist bump in the air, and I was like, God, how come it feels good to put yourself through that? Like, what? what is it? I don't understand it. Because we're meant to live. We're not meant to, like, sit on the couch and observe. Like, if we don't get out and live, then we... It's like it's all. It's just chemistry, really, is all it is. right? Your brain thinks thoughts, and those thoughts make your body excrete chemicals, and those chemicals make you feel things, and those feelings we call emotions, right? And if you feel too many things in one day, then you start to become toxic. Your body becomes acidic, literally, like... You're, you lose your appetite, your skin breaks out, you put on weight, right? You're unhappy. You put yourself into extremes periodically and let these systems turn on and off and more importantly, breathe, right? Because the best way to change your body from acidic to basic is to breathe, right? The CO2 is what makes your body acidic. Oxygen will lower the pH of your body. I love that analogy, right? When you switch from acidic to basic and then all of a sudden everything gets simple. Right? Yeah. So, or as the crazy Dutchman I've been learning from lately says, if you're alkaline, then you feel fine. <laughs> he sure knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. He does. So He's broken 26 world records. So I would say. Of so. yoga? No, of like <laughs> cold, like climbing Mount Everest in the shorts. Oh, geez. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's a bit much. Um, but I agree. It's a bit much. He does it. He says to get your attention, to let you know what it's capable of doing. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing today. Even I felt great all class and I was feeling my breathing and I was feeling strong. And even, you know, maybe three or four months ago, I don't think I would have been that strong or maybe it's just the time of day or what I ate. All of those things will play in on how you feel. But it is very encouraging when you have a good class like that and when you feel like you can sort of keep up and do it. Because when you are starting out, I feel like there is this element of, you know, being insecure or feeling like, imposter syndrome or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what what, do you, what would you say to people who feel that way? When I started yoga, like going to yoga studios, it was me and 25 women in class. That can be a little intimidating for like a f- blue collar dude, you know? <clears throat> um, and I went anyway, because it's worth it. Again, most things that are hard are worth doing, right? Like I'm not telling you that it's all going to be rainbows and butterflies in a in yoga class. It's not. It's gonna, sometimes you're going to feel some of the worst things that you've ever felt, but it's mainly because you've crammed them down in your body somewhere. And in order to get rid of that stuff, you have to experience it. You can't just like get rid of it without experiencing it. It doesn't work that way. So go. Um, and if you can't keep it like, I, I don't know, that's on the teacher. You ask me like, my classes are labeled as all levels. 
in the first five minutes of class, I'm doing the same movements that I always do so I can see who's in my room. And that's telling me right then and there what I'm going to do for the rest of the class. So um, I try to make it accessible to anybody who shows up. Yeah. As somebody who would have been, who was, again, a reluctant to it, I want to try and make it as welcoming for anybody to come as possible. So why yoga? Why not like um, karate or um, let's see, what else is there? Running. Mountain climbing, rock climbing, swimming. It's the spiritual part of it, I guess. I don't know. It just clicked. Maybe I was a monk in my last life. Who I don't know. But it just, it was, uh, it, there's, it's kind of like a lot of people compare it to a drug, right? You said, even afterwards, you said you kind of felt high and. I don't really like that analogy because when you take a drug, you get high and you come down. Right. But yoga is a little bit like the blue pill or the red pill in the matrix, but it's like the red pill is really gradual. <laughs> right? <laughs> like you, if you keep taking yoga, eventually it does something and it changes you. And like, you can't, you can't unlearn the things that you've experienced. And, and so how by has little, it changed it went, you besides you mentioned about, feeling angry not just feeling angry i mean i was an angry person i like i'm not gonna get into a whole bunch of specifics but like i you know i would i got into fights and like i i wasn't a good guy like i was angry uh my motto was i'm pissed off and the whole world owes me i literally used to say that out loud wow my nickname was the rage like my friend because i would just snap and like flip out like if you just said the wrong thing and that's like totally gone like i don't even I don't even feel that anymore. It's hard to remember being that way at this point. Wow. Yeah. And that's all thanks to yoga. Mm-hmm. And so Jaina is here also. You've been taking Jordan's class for how long? I don't know, a couple of years maybe. A couple of years, years at least. Maybe yeah. two or three years, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Did I have Penelope when you met me? I think so. I think our kids are like the same age. Yeah. Like six or five or something. She's five. Yeah. Yeah, so she's so, between mine. So probably three, two, not or important years, to anybody, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's important. Well, it's just timeline. Mm-hmm. Timeline, timeline. Um, I've been this with this studio for a while. I had a friend that brought me into this studio who still practices here, and she's a badass, and like she's impossible to keep up with. But she's the kind of person that's just like, come on, you'll do great. Come in, you'll do great. And then she's like so much better than anybody could ever have imagined. But that's just how she is. But she's great for that. Um, So I've been here for a long time, and I've been taking Jordan's class for a long time, and I think for the reason I had mentioned before was that, you know, I'm a very realistic person, a very direct person, and I do like the spiritual part of yoga, but to really hook me in, I need someone to be, like, on my level. Like, I'm not going to probably do anything for someone who... Um, like you have said before, like if the teacher is not really kind of encouraging you, then you're going to like slack off. Yes. So I feel like that was part of the reason why I came in. I've taken a lot of different classes here and I always come back to this one. This is a great class, I think. And you modify it a lot for like Wednesday night is different because you have a whole bunch of college kids. And then Saturday morning is different. Because yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm -hmm. It's a different class and even a different class than this class. Yep. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Jaina loves it. I loved it. Thank you for talking. 
I um, love talking about yoga. <laughs> so if somebody is on the fence about doing yoga. Don't be. Just don't be. Just go. Every time, you know, you're hanging out with new people and somebody inevitably asks you the question, what do you do? And I, I like dread saying I teach yoga because everybody feels like they need to give me an excuse after I say that as to why <laughs> they can't do yoga. Like I, the most common one you hear is, oh, I, or, I can't do yoga. I'm too tight or I can't do yoga. I'm not strong enough. And that's basically like saying to me, I'm too dirty to take a bath. It makes no sense. Like that's why you do yoga. Slap. <laughs> Just go. Nobody's looking at you. They're so wrapped up in their own stuff that they don't care. Just go. You'll yeah. feel better. What do you say to people who uh, dismiss yoga as like, Do oh, people dismiss yoga? Yeah. A lot of like old guys do, I've found. There's a big, I don't know, I'm disconnect between like, <laughs> because I've done a lot of Pilates training uh -huh. and the Pilates teachers, uh, and I think maybe not so much with your style of yoga, but... Um, they, they have a lot of different things to say about yoga. Um, well, Pilates is a lot more specific. It's a lot more physical. It's not, it's a work out. Yoga is like a work in. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole being practice. It's not just about your body. It's about your mind and your spirit and bringing all those things together. It's about, you know, human beings are multifaceted, right? We're, yoga tries to polish all those facets. So deal with yourself. Yeah, that's what it, that's true. That's going to be your biggest enemy on your mat is yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, because over the course of this podcast, I've been doing a ton of different types of exercise and yoga is consistently like the most challenging in the, in a, in the sense that it makes you think like your mind has to be uh, engaged throughout the whole thing and the breathing element because a spin class is going to be hard, but you can kind of let your you mind can like zone out. And you can watch out. TV and ride a, ride the bike. Right? right. There's plenty of people that do that at the gym. It's, it's not yoga is not fitness. Like <clears throat> it's a thousand thousands of year old tradition. That's been steadily gaining momentum the whole time. When I think of fitness, I think of things like Taibo, where'd that go? And uh, step aerobics, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these things that it's not, yoga is not a fad. It's not something that's going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been going. Yeah. All right. Well, after Thanksgiving this year, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. So eat your turkey mm -hmm. and then, you eat, know, drink and be merry. Lead your family and then some... go sweat it out on Friday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I'm thinking Friday, just... every time I come in on Friday, it's like, why does it smell like gravy in here? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I was thinking like the whole family gets together and, um, hey, hey. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, we're doing a podcast. Oh, I what's, see. Okay. What's your name? I'm Kelly. Kelly's here. Hey. Um, I'm hey, how are you? <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, all right. guys. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking instead of um, going to a class, you could just try and convince your family to do a yoga YouTube and then talk about politics, and then, <laughs> I don't know, bring up some old affairs? <laughs> Does that Great. sound good? That ought to end in a fight for sure. 
yeah, just get it all out in the open. It's like the airing of grievances at Festivus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do that plus yoga. All right, Jordan. All right. Well, is well there thanks any for other... inviting me to chat. It was fun. Yeah, thank you for okay. doing it. Yep. Any other quick nuggets of wisdom you want to pass on to the millions of listeners? <laughs> Be good. Be kind. That's all. That's all. And um, I think that's pretty much it, you know? Jaina, how about you? Is What about the classic segment? Is this exercise? And you could just say yoga. Does this count as exercise? Yoga. Yes, it does count as exercise. But that's definitely not all it is. Yeah. Yeah, if that no, the ex, okay, if you think of like an iceberg and the tiny little tip sticking out of the top, that's the exercise part of yoga and then the whole rest of the iceberg is under the surface. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for listening. I love Bye. you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>